Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Thanks to Chris Kane. He left just moments ago. Let's uh, start this third hour with Nolan. Nolan, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you, uh, Randy. I really love your show. Thank you. And Rick, and enjoy, enjoy listening to you for just a couple of minutes every day. Thank uh, you. We had a little slight error a few minutes ago, and I don't know if anyone from Arkadelphia has corrected you yet. It's regarding the biography of Bonet. <laughs> yes, I was. I incorrectly said his dad, Patrick, was the OC at Washita. He was actually the head coach at Henderson State, right yes. across the street. I- well, I figured somebody would beat me to the punch, but uh, yes. <laughs> That's okay. He was, in fact, also, Patrick was, at the time he was hired, I believe, was the youngest head college coach in the country. He was like 25 or 26 years old. So I remember uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's an impressive young man, great family. Anyway, thank you. I just wanted to get that out there before somebody from Henderson or Washington called <laughs> We have corrected it, but thank you, Nolan. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. You too. Let's uh, speak with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, good evening, Rick. Good evening. Hey, what's up, Jake? Oh, man, heading up to Green Bay, you know. Oh, Randy's favorite place to go that he hadn't been. About the country. (laughs) I want to hey, hitch a ride with you, you, Jake. We're going to have to take a road trip to uh, uh, to I'm Green Bay. Ready, man. Come on. Hey, I drive by Lambo. I've never actually got to see it up close, but I drive by it every time I come up here. So, uh, I got a question based on Sam's confidence level. That other caller, like, I don't know why I had thought of this before, but this is a very good point about was Sam's confidence shaking and stuff, and listen, that that seven and th- seven and three game killed us all. I mean, metaphorically speaking, mm-hmm. of course. You know, it, it hurt us all bad. Sure. But here's my question: When Sam hired Dan Enos, is there a chance that there was overconfidence on Enos' part that he was like, "You used to work for me, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to come in here and I'm going to run stuff." My way, okay, he just so. stood over there and, and kind of coached type deal, or he just straight up didn't listen to Sam. I don't know if that's a possibility or not, but that question about Sam's confidence or whatever, because we all know he let it, he didn't micromanage. He let his coaches do their job. Yeah, is there a possibility that there was a situation like that in there and that caused some of the you know, unrest in the offensive locker rooms, the quarterback room, and the, and, and then look at this. If that's the case, you know, if, if Sam was the offensive line coach under Eno, if Kennedy is the offensive line coach under Eno. So, is Kennedy's fault on Eno's or are they on Sam? You guys understand what I'm getting at here? Well, his, I think the chain would be, in this case, the OC, then the head coach, 
if we're talking uh, Kennedy, Cody Kennedy, uh, I think yeah. that'd be just the natural chain of events, so to speak. Now, I, I asked, yeah. I don't know if you heard earlier, Jake, when I asked Quinn about who makes yeah. the positional decisions, and he said... Yeah. Each, it's a position coach. Yeah, yeah. each yeah. position coach. That's pretty normal. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. I, 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 dude, I listen to you guys all the time. I'm well, and, and the reason why I ask it of, of Quinn was only because the fact what personnel you send out there has to correlate, in my opinion, with the play call. Because yeah, absolutely. If if sure, you've sure got if you've got you know fly patterns, post patterns, whatever it may be, and you've got turtles out there, why are you calling a, a post pass? Uh, you know, and, and, and that also begs the question, why is A.J. Green not the main running back right now? I think Dominion, as has been shown, and I think Green, as has been shown, I think are equal running backs. I think the problem that the has... The numbers don't, don't say they're equal at all, Randy. Uh, I think Dominion is Dominion right now not leading the team in rushing. Yeah, because he's given the he's he's been given more opportunities, yeah, more ops, yeah, Yeah. more opportunities. But but hold on, hold on, Jake, hold on, Jake. Yards per touch. The the biggest issue right now with the backs is not yards gained; it's protecting KJ. None of them so far, except for Dominic Johnson. Dominion smaller than Green is. Except for Dominic Johnson, and I'm I'm not even overwhelmed the way that he's protecting AJ, uh, KJ. Yeah. Uh, so my uh, point I, is, I, I, I think I think Dominion, in the eyes of Jimmy Smith, is the better of the two because even though he didn't block very well, but apparently he's blocking a little bit better than what AJ Green is. Well, here's the okay. question we don't know the answer to, and Quinn just alluded to it, but didn't answer it uh and is rocket sanders healthy enough to play because he's yeah. the best runner and, and he's the best blocker and and so question, is he healthy enough to play my, all this comes back to my original question okay you guys know i'm retired military police so yeah. there's a chain of command what's the chain of command on this team who's in charge of who and did someone that used to be over somebody come back in under somebody and think mm. they still have the same oh, power. No, I, I I don't think so. I think when you're the head coach, you've got the authority. Now, he, he may have told Dan, hey, the offense belongs to you. And yeah. he might have, and it's obvious he, he kept it that way, even when he didn't understand why things weren't being run that were in the games that were being and, run in practice, and, supposedly. Yeah. And so. And uh, that's exactly why I say, Rick, because yeah. it was being run in practice, it was being run in the fall. But it's not being run in the game, and that is that is a, a straight up sign of either a lack of self discipline or a lack of authoritative control by a leader. Mm-hmm. Pick one, but it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either well, way. Either so way. I, look, I, I love I love Sam. I, I hope we win the next four games. Win a bowl game. He stays. I hope Kenny Guyton you know, blows the lights up the stadium. And, and man, we've got a new – we found this guy, and, you know, he's awesome. That, that's what I wish to happen. I love Sam. But the Bucks got to stop somewhere. You know, I also believe that, you know, whether or not Sam did it himself or not, I believe he was told, you're going to do this whether you want to do it or not. Well, we probably I, won't know I, that for I a while. I believe that with the whole heart. Yeah, we we won't know that for a while, but in any case, if the offense is going to be better, it'll be better Saturday. It it won't be better against Missouri. It'll be better Saturday. Agreed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree with you, Rick. Hey, with that, I'll let you guys go. I know you got other callers, man. Um, As always, love your show. Love you guys. Go Hogs. Thank you, Jake. Drive safely. Thanks for calling. Uh, This from our Southern Structural uh, solutions buzz text line. I this from the five oh one. I hear everyone say lame duck coach will make so he can't recruit, but in the day of the transfer portal You can if, still recruit. If yeah. your coach gets fired or leaves, so can the players. Yeah. 
Well, and and in this with the transfer portal, there are going to be players that are playing at classifications lower than the SEC and lower than Arkansas who will come. You know, you look at okay, so you got two receivers this year. Uh, Armstrong obviously is having the much better year than Tesla. The first two games without Tesla was it. Both those guys came from lower divisions. Now, can you get linemen from lower divisions? I don't know, because usually the best linemen are plucked by the uh, Division One schools, by the Power Five schools even. So mm-hmm. can you get linemen uh, to rebuild there? I, I don't know that. Uh, I would say the same thing I've said every time. If Georgia has a single player that goes in the portal, go recruit them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who they are or what position they play, go get them. Mm-hmm. And, and I know Singleton has just been okay this year, but he's getting a little bit better, and he's, he is a redshirt freshman, so... Uh, hopefully he'll be here a while because I think he'll be a really good player. But that's um, you can still get some. Now, can you if you're Arkansas and you win three games this year, can you get 25 guys out of the portal in which at least 20 of them are going to help you next year? I, I don't know if you can get that many that are going to be instant players. I think you got to put a major emphasis upon that offensive line. Yeah. Um, this from the two zero. Five. Uh, first, I want Kenny to be successful. Do we really want to hire an offensive coordinator that will be learning on the job along with a head coach that's obviously still learning on the job? That's a valid point. But, yeah. I mean, well. if, if he can put together a, an effective scheme uh, over the next four games and... Arkansas is averaging 19 points per game in SEC play. Uh, On the other hand, 29 a game is what Florida is averaging. I would think, Rick, if he took, Kenny Guyton took this offense to where it's scoring 30 points a game under his guidance, then I think he certainly has to be considered, even though 30 points a game in the SEC Puts you about middle of the pack. Yeah, but if Arkansas's defense plays well, thirty points a game might be enough to win every all four exactly. games left. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that would definitely put him in good standing. So I think it's just a matter of can they execute? Can they put together a game plan that is effective and puts more than three points on the board? Hmm. Uh, let's see this from our. Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback Roy says, Hey Randy, what are your specials this week? Prop specials. Hadn't done them yet, Roy. Also, how big of an old boy are you? Um says it keeps refreshing on me. Uh, I might just come down there to that fancy radio place and size you up for your picks. <laughs> you ever had a 50-gallon barrel of whoop tail on you? Want to show you what a Mercer can do. Well, I'm too old for a whooping anymore. But, <clears throat> uh, Roy, thank you for those encouraging words. <laughs> Like my, uh, you ever been threatened like that before? Somebody's come to the studio to put I, a I, on you? I ain't ever had that said to me. Come down here and whip me like a fifty-gallon barrel of whoop. Uh, let's see. Hall call says Jordan Walsh was sent down to the G League today. Hmm. Hmm. That's pretty much expected. I don't think he. I, I don't think he played any at all oh, so really? far. Yeah. First couple of games, I don't think so. Well, I wonder if he got one of those contracts where he's guaranteed regardless or whether it goes down to G League salary while he's there. I'm thinking he got... I I can't remember. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to... I'm not going to say. Don't know. Fred says, we keep forgetting 90% of these kids and 100% of the running backs come from fast and tempo offenses that was run in high school in the very first year, years under brawls. You don't have to worry about pass protection, running, and attacking spread offense. Teams have to react or adjust. No one runs the outdated Enos 90s pro-style offense anymore, and those who do don't win at a high level. I think you could get by with it. 
if you had Alabama or Georgia type of talent, but uh, not many have that kind of talent. Um, Fred sent that to me to a bunch of times, so I guess he wanted to make his point. And he did I notice that when I was doing the show and you were here Monday, I noticed on live fan feedback, some of them had, those messages would appear about six times, some of them four, a couple of them were two. Yeah. Uh, this one from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 501. Uh, guys, the OC, Dan Enos, was a bad hire. Coach. SP allows this terrible, uh, Coach Sam Pittman, uh, allows this terrible scheme, wasting too many carries with DeBinion, Green, and Johnson, move the ball much better. I love Coach P, but he's got to go. Guys, check the numbers. DeBinion has about nine more yards rushing than AJ, but has almost twice the number of carries. Well, I think as we watch the games and watch A.J. come in and average maybe six yards a carry, I think that's a legitimate answer. Now, A.J. is the type that might get one, one, eight. Uh, DeBinion's the type that gets three, three, four pretty consistently. So, you know, that's <clears throat> maybe that's the difference. I don't know. But when you're only making 10 or 12 first downs a game, three, three, four, <laughs> May not be what you're looking for, uh, and, and Arkansas certainly has not had anywhere close to the number of big plays this year that it's had in recent years. And that, that that's again, you'd have to say, is Rocket Sanders okay to play, and is he close to a hundred percent? Because ever since the injury he got early in the year, even when he came back and tried to play, it was obvious he wasn't at a hundred percent. And, and this can't this can't be is he eighty or eighty five percent? If he's going to come back and play, and I hope he does, he needs to be a hundred percent. And again, we don't know what his motivation is at this time. Is it to prove to the pros that he can that he's not hurt that bad? Is that he really wants to help Arkansas get into a bowl game, and then probably declare he's not playing <laughs> in a bowl game? Right. Or uh, you know we don't know his motivation. We just know that. If he is at 100%, he's a really, really, really good player. And so let's hope he is. If, see, I'm if, not sure, Rick, how good he is, though, with this added weight. I, yeah. I, well, maybe he lost a little weight while he was rehabbing. That, because if you, too, it? if you remember, we were talking yeah. uh, after the Western Carolina game yeah. that we felt like he was doing too much dancing, Yeah. Uh, that he wasn't attacking the hole. And yep. then when he, even when he did attack the hole, he didn't seem to have that burst that he had a year yep. ago. Yep. So I'm yep. hoping some of that changes. I want to revisit uh, this one more time, Rick. Uh, we, I think, did we talk about this when Quinn was on or Trey was on? Anyway, uh, about the comment that was made by uh, Brian Kelly, head coach of LSU, when he said, I think that Commissioner mm. Sankey has given us the opportunity to talk about the team or teams that we want to keep on our schedule. Well, if that's the case, why don't uh, Hunter Yurchak say, okay, I want to play Vanderbilt at least yeah. twice. I haven't played Vanderbilt in decades, it yeah. seems like. We yeah. want to play them twice at least every year. Yeah. And then, well, you know, what about South Carolina? We'll, yeah, we'll take right. Kentucky. I uh, really don't care. No, about I, I don't see where you get that because that, otherwise nobody would play Alabama or Georgia. Oh, I know. I know. You just, everybody would duck them. So... I can't imagine. Now, if you've got a rivalry, and if it's a three, if it's you play three permanently, I don't think there's anybody that complain can complain about anybody. Nobody has four rival games. Nobody has four rival games. So if you've got three, I think pretty well the SEC's got that figured out. Uh, I thought it was interesting that when they started talking about scheduling and and Texas coming into the league. Sankey mentioned Arkansas-Texas as mm-hmm. a long-time rivalry. So right. you've got to believe Arkansas and Texas are going to play every year. Right. And uh, they've tried to create a rivalry with Missouri. Unfortunately, Missouri has taken it a lot more seriously than Arkansas has and has dominated the series. You know, The, the other one you'd have to say would be either Ole Miss or LSU would be the next most logical choice. 
And from what we've heard, if it is the three permanent model, Arkansas is probably going to get Texas, M- Mississippi, and Missouri. And, and that's okay. But And, and LSU, you know they're going to get Ole Miss. LSU Ole Miss is a bitter rival. But you know they're going to get Alabama, too. Mm-hmm. That, that's a that's a long-time series. And you look at Alabama, they're going to get Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU. So Alabama's the one that ought to be complaining. Sure. Because look at that. Every year, Auburn, LSU, and Tennessee. That, that's, that's probably going to be as tough as anybody has to face. Georgia will get Auburn and Florida and somebody else. So be interesting to see how yeah. it all works out. Yeah. But it, it, it's also, here the Big 12 announced today their schedule from 24 through 27. And they've and, but they've created one rivalry that they haven't played. I didn't realize BYU and Utah, in the same, they're close to each other. They haven't played each other since 2010. And that's going to be an every-year rivalry, BYU and Utah. Arizona and Arizona State, obviously, will be an every-year rivalry. I'm sure, they, I'm sure everybody's going to get at least one of them. Uh, they also wrote Baylor was already scheduled to play Utah in a non-conference game, so they're going to leave that as a non-conference game and give them nine conference games in addition to that. Wow. For Baylor and for Utah. That's interesting. Hmm. And then the Big Ten has announced its schedule for the next, is it seven years? I, th- I think so. For the next seven years and how many times everybody will play each other and all that kind of stuff. And the SEC, I, I cannot imagine that at this point they're still waiting to hear if ESPN is going to pay more. At some point, you got to make a decision, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got to let teams know if they've got four non-conference games scheduled anytime from 2025 on, you got to let them know if they're going to have to cancel some of those games. All right, we got to step away for a moment. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Mud Connections presents the Hogwild pregame show with David Basil and Trey Schatt before each Arkansas Razorback football game four hours before kickoff. Hogwild pregame show is brought to you in part by Rainwater Holton Sexton, Bud Light, and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. The Bud Light Little Blue Book is back on Drive Time Sports. Each Thursday at 4, Randy will open the Bud Light Little Blue Book, giving you a chance to call in and give your predictions like a pro. You can also submit your predictions on live fan feedback and the Buzz text line. Just give Randy the correct final score for the upcoming Razorback football game and the tiebreaker, and you win money. Courtesy of Bud Light, it's the Bud Light Little Blue Book only on Thursday nights on 1037 The Buzz. For a full list of rules, visit 1037thebuzz.com. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, 
no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is shepherd's pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, where we get a chance to talk to you about Tacos for Life. Now, Tacos for Life has got a deal that's coming up here. In fact, it's here now for the month of November and December. Guess what? If you buy a $25 gift card at Tacos for Life, that way you can give it to whoever you want to, you get a bonus of $10 in taco bucks that you can use on yourself. So guess what? You could just right there on the spot. You get a $25 gift card, and you have... A meal for yourself, right there at Tacos for Life. Is that a good deal? That's right. $25 gift card from Tacos for Life, and you get $10 in taco bucks for yourself. And you can spend it on any of their delicious items, including the Hawaiian shrimp taco that has coconut, has pineapple. It's absolutely delicious. Or a quesadilla or a salad or a nacho. And when you do, you're going to be providing a meal for someone who is food insufficient that's right, they've hit 32 million meals given away. So enjoy a nice meal and those gift cards at Tacos for Life. All right, that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I'm going to try to follow this little thread if I can. <laughs> uh, this from Drew. He says, who cares it was done? I'm not sure what he's talking about. Who cares what was done? Uh, yeah, who cares what it was done? I don't know what he means. Drew, okay. can you elaborate? Telling you Coach leaves, he all of a sudden came back. There is something up. Say what you want. Not sure what well, he means. About emails, that, about he left and came back. I, that's the only thing I can figure. Who, unless, who else has done that? Unless he came back to get his furniture and belongings. <laughs> uh, they all run into the back of their players. Guys, you can see it. Rocket does it more than any of them. You see it too, Randy. Those That's on hole. TV. They're saying they miss the hole. They run up the back of their lineman. Yeah, yeah. And then... Or there is no hole and they run up the back yeah, of the lineman. Yeah. One or the other, yeah. Well, I think it was either DeBinion or, or a Green who basically was reprimanded for not seeing the hole, not being patient. And then trying to pop it outside, and and one of them was... Maybe that's why he doesn't start. I can't remember which one it was. Bummer. Love them all. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. I'm as there confused as I was a minute go. ago. By the way, Randy, I hope this doesn't happen, but the Major League Baseball season could end tonight. And, uh, you know, the Texas Rangers have looked awfully good in these games at Arizona. Uh, they won a tighter game the first, on game three, and then they won. They they were ahead ten to nothing after the, in the third inning. Trey Chapman sent me a thing earlier today saying this is the least watched World Series in history. I get it. You've got two teams with only local interest, uh, the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. Even the most ardent baseball fans may not be interested in these two teams, and uh, and those who are interested probably turned it off in the third inning last night. Because the Rangers were already had ten to nothing, and I will confess that even I left after six. 
when it was <laughs> when it was t- ten to one, and I was keeping up with it. I I saw that the Diamondbacks scored four in the eighth and two in the ninth, made it eleven to seven. But uh, you know, you got your hat, Randy, and you may have a hat from the World Series champion. Um, you got to see your first World Series game with the Rangers, and I would say that uh, they should win the series. Now, can it be done? Can the Diamondbacks come back? Because if they win tonight, they've still got to win two at Texas. In 1958, the Yankees were down three games to one. One at Yankee Stadium, went to Milwaukee and beat the Braves twice. The Braves had beaten them in 57, so the Yankees did it. In um, the Pirates in 1979, I hate to even bring this one up, but they were down three games to one. They won game five in Pittsburgh, went to Baltimore, beat the Orioles in game six and seven. And more recently, the Chicago Cubs in 2016 trailed the Cleveland then Indians three games to one. They won the last game at Wrigley Field, went to Cleveland and won two games and won the World Series. So it can be done. But right now, Texas definitely looks like the better team. Yeah, they do. And they need... uh... Wow. If they win tonight, obviously it's over. Yeah. I'm kind of mixed on that because there could be the possibility that um, maybe you could go back down to Texas and watch another World Series game. Oh, you might go? Really? Yeah. Friday night? Well, it's Friday night. You got high school football. I can't do that on Friday night. And then Saturday night, you got the, the show after the football game. Maybe you could do it from Dallas. I don't know. but Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it might be difficult for you to to do that. But here's here's one little. This is a this will surprise you. Of the last ten World Series winners, not counting the COVID year when they played everything at Arlington. Of the last ten World Series, nine of the winners won at the opposing team's field. Hmm. Yeah. Only the only team to win the World Series at home was the Houston Astros last year. Mm. Isn't that amazing? So I'd say the Rangers have recent history on their side tonight. Let's talk with uh, Dwight. Dwight, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. Hey, Randy, I want to tell you real quick right off about uh, my, first, uh, my best friend. Still, he's still here you know, with us. He's in a Little Rock Hospital. He had a rough night till the night, so uh, he can't hear out of either ear right now, and he's still got all the broken bones, and he's going to be in rehab for a long time, so... Mm. Hopefully the Lord will be with him. You know, you've been with him so far, Randy, and sure. kept him alive so far. Sure. Keep your thoughts and prayers with the, with the Ray Holt family from Lamar, Arkansas, okay? Yes, sir. Because oh, he's a big Razorback fan, and he's a fan of you and, and Rick, okay? Super, he's, thank you. Thank he you. Been yeah. for, he's yeah. 65 years old, guys, and wow. i got to take battling oh, for his gosh. life right now. Wow, yeah. goodness. Yeah, but anyway, what I was going to say, Randy, here's the deal with me. What, what I was going to say, when you, when you get, I know you Arkansas got to have another permanent phone out. Rick, I think I, what you're talking about after next year, you're supposed to. When Mike Irvin Mike said, I think you're uh, here a little while back, he felt like it could be Oklahoma. What about Oklahoma and Arkansas? That'd be a, that'd be a good, better robbery than Missouri and Arkansas, wouldn't it, Randy? Well, it would be, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they've made the Missouri game a robbery. The SEC for whatever is reason. to do that. Oklahoma will play yeah. Texas. They'll play Texas for sure. I'm guessing they'll play Missouri for sure because they used to be conference rivals right. in the Big Eight and then also in the uh, okay. the Big Twelve. But Rick, Oklahoma's a lot closer to Arkansas than Missouri is. I mean, it's right across the. It's just well, actually, you know, right actually not. Oh. Yeah, it is close. Well, Oklahoma will be the closest SEC school geographically to Arkansas. Yeah, you can get to yeah, them in about three hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that that gee, when, since when is ge- hey, since when is so I don't know since when has geography played any kind of importance yeah, in I any know. of these decisions? Okay. Well, I was just going about what Mike said. You know, I don't, I don't know, yeah. but but uh, I get well, back to that. I, I love, I love how the basketball team played. I mean, that was that's a big win, Randy. I know it. I know it's a what is it? It didn't count on the deal, you know. But it's still a big win for the Arkansas program, man. I'll bet you that in the next rankings, I don't know when the next rankings will come out because everybody opens their season next week. Whenever they yeah. are, I'll bet Arkansas jumps a bunch just because of the exhibition sure. victory. I can see top ten, oh, yeah. eight or nine, somewhere yeah, there. Right. I, I think would be from, reasonable. From 14. And yep. usually at this time of year, unless, somebody, unless you, you lose, unless you, now if you lose a game early and you're ranked that high, you drop 
like a you know like a lemon. But if you win a if you win a big game like that, you'll jump maybe four or five. You're not going to jump a lot, but more than that. But I think they would. I think people will take that into consideration. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. Bart's on, he's on the injured reserve list. I didn't really Man, expect him today, but here he is. Hey, Bart! <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, man, there's not a bigger warrior than I am, man. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, my gosh, really? Mm. And only humility keeps you from expounding on that? <laughs> no, no, I was just saying that because I know I don't sound like a warrior. But, uh, no, it's good to talk to you guys. You sound better than Randy's imitation of you. Well, yeah, he's doing better than I thought. I expected to hear old Grumpy on the other end. Yeah. All right, well, Mark, after I, a big basketball game like that, you got to call in, right? All right, right. I, I, I was going to ask you. We we just kind of uh, Rick and I kind of threw out a couple of numbers. Uh, Arkansas was 14th in the Associated Press preseason poll, and uh, granted, it was an exhibition game, but then we thought maybe Arkansas could jump all the way up to maybe eight or nine. Uh, I don't think much higher than that, but I think eight or nine would be reasonable. What would be your expectations, Bart? I would, I would think in that range. I think you might even. It was such an impressive performance, and. By the way, I know they're saying exhibition. Tell those kids that because they yeah. sure didn't yeah, right. like it. Either both sides. Coach like it. Both sides yeah. played like that Absolutely. was not an exhibition game. That was, as far as I'm concerned, I think you could ask both teams. That's the start of the regular season. So I would think at minimum eight. I would even Purdue is as good as advertised. There's no doubt about it. With the yeah. defensive job that they did on Edie, considering you're looking at possibly the lead consensus player of the year, you might even be able to touch that five to six range. I mean, it was that impressive of a win because I think everyone thinks very highly of Purdue and they are that that good and a quality basketball team for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing is I think Arkansas will move up. I don't think Purdue will drop much at all, if any. No. Yeah. No, no. Because I think this, and I've said this, with the 14, starting at 14, I think that is just – they didn't 100% know what Arkansas was getting out of the transfer portal. So if there was a team that was poised in the top 15 to make a huge jump, it would be Arkansas because I think all things being equal, they wanted to probably rank them a little bit higher based on past performance and the, and the job that Coach Muslim has done in the players. But I just think they just didn't know exactly because of the transfers where to put them. So I think they're, they're poised to make a pretty big jump, guys. I'm, I'm in line with you guys. What do you think was the biggest lessons learned by Coach Musselman from this game? Uh, obviously, one of the things that he wanted to uh, accept the challenge of, and that was uh, Big Edie. I mean, that was that that to me was well going to be the key matchup. But I think obviously Arkansas did an excellent job. Yeah. Well, I think. <laughs> All right, hold on, Bart. Hold on. There's the music. We gotta, Absolutely. gotta go to a break. Hang on. That is Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Martin Orthopedics, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Package Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an Elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions and privacy policy, visit mylon.com slash ultimate sports fan sweeps. 
When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle, and we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's, and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.com. Care. Now, here's Bart. All right, Bart, I asked you right before the break, what do you think Arkansas and Coach Musselman learned the most from this game with Purdue? I think that it's the deepest, and we've talked about this as a group, guys, it's the deepest team he has. And I think he's learned that he can play a multitude of combinations and still have a really effective team that can get stops from the defensive end rebound, and score. And I think those were some of the two of those three is kind of what we struggled at at times last year. The Razorbacks struggled at times last year. But, listen, if if Jalen Graham is healthy, how many guys play? Is it 11 or 12? He played 10 players. He played 10 players. 10 players. So so if Jalen Graham would have been there, we can all say he would have played 11. So you're really looking at a a coach and a team that's gone from a 7 eight-man rotation consistently the last two to three years to potentially playing 11 players, that's a big step and says a lot about the confidence that he has in a young team, not necessarily young in terms of tenure, but young being Arkansas Razorbacks. You know, Bart, you feel like there's so many, and you kind of alluded to that, but there are so many moving parts to this team that I don't, I can't think of a team 
that Coach Musselman has had yet at Arkansas that he will have this kind of flexibility. Um, Example, I thought a very pleasant surprise uh, was Layden Blocker. And he used Layden in some key moments. It wasn't like, okay, really there wasn't any any, um, um, uh, throwaway minutes, so to speak, in that game. I mean, every minute counted. And for him to put him in some of the spots that he put him into, particularly on defense, I thought said a lot about his confidence. You were talking about the confidence in the guys that he's putting out there, but certainly yeah. the confidence that Layden Blocker showed him that he earned those minutes. He sure did, and boy, Layden Blocker came to see Kenny. I, that's one thing that I just – he just has a knack for doing that. And I'll tell you one thing, Randy, you've been hollering the whole time, and I, I don't think I've given him his credit, Chandler Lawson. Yeah. That guy is incredible. He, he I don't know who he reminds me of. But he's everywhere, and he does a lot of things extremely well. He's almost like a Swiss Army knife type guy. And so you look at those two guys that I kind of we kind of talked about it kind of being in that cutoff at the end of minutes. Mm-hmm. Those guys did get some quality, quality minutes, and Coach Munson is showing a ton of confidence in them. Well, again, I, I, I don't know in, in Eric Musselman's book that he – puts any added value over who starts or not, but Lawson started. And uh, yes, he did. that says a lot right there, at least it does to me, uh, is you're yep. saying his confidence in him. And really his – I know Coach Musselman fussed about, again, getting whooped on the boards, I think, by 14. But then he goes on to say, you know, it was the guard's job to do the rebound in this game because we wanted to do – such a great job with our bigs in blocking yeah. off Edie and any of the others. Of course, on the other hand, Purdue killed Arkansas on the offensive boards. I mean, that was... Arkansas mm. got one. Yeah. One. Right. One off. <laughs> yeah. And I got 17. Happy for her. One. Wow. Sure. But they but they didn't have sure. to. They shot well enough. Hit some enough threes and all that kind of stuff. Do you think Lawson just started because of the size of Purdue? Do you think that was the biggest factor? Or do you think he's good enough to start all year? I, I really here's my opinion on that. I think Jalen Graham was going to start mm. if he was healthy. I think he wants he likes size in that spot, so I think he was going to go with more of a six seven six eight type of player with with some long wingspan. So I think obviously that tells us that Ken Lawson is probably number two in the depth chart at that particular spot with against that particular matchup, because obviously that has a lot to do with it. Purdue's length. And the one offensive rebound, you can attribute that a lot because they were not going to get beat in transition and allow mismatches to happen with Purdue getting up and down the court, too. So a lot of that, a little bit of that was strategy. Obviously, they want to get more, but some of that was just making sure they get back on the defensive end. Well, Purdue is going to give people fits, both inside and outside. And, uh, you know, it's it's the kind of – it was the – type of game that you didn't think of an exhibition because of the intensity level, but you knew you're not seeing the best out of either team. There's a ton of improvement that's going to be made. What kind of matchup would that be if you happen to draw them in the NCAA tournament? Now, it's not going to be a first-round matchup, but uh, that's a team, Purdue, that's going to get better, and Arkansas is going to get better. One of the things that between Mac and Ellis, I thought they did what you want and expect out of veterans, and that was especially towards the end of the game and then into into overtime, they controlled the tempo. I thought yep. that's you know last year that was a frustrating part at times. Who was going to take control? Yep. Who was going to be that that alpha to lead the team? And I think it showed. Of course, Mac played where Houston. Came out of an excellent program. Uh, yeah. Ellis came out of Louisville, which was a horrible program, but he was a quality yeah. player. So that was good, yeah. I thought, Bart, to see uh, those veterans show that that confidence, the cool, all the things you think of uh, when the game got down to the nitty gritty. And and it was so nice to have. And I'm with you, Randy. Trayvon Mark was just a guy that 
for so many people to say, yeah, he's a great defensive player, but he struggles on the offensive end. He went he went to work and added some stuff, added some skills to the bag because he can sure put the ball in the hole. And I think you're right. When you look at it, and, you know, even last year, we just had so many loose turnovers and not tightening up when we should and or when Arkansas should. So I think it's refreshing to see, like you're saying, the valuing the basketball, valuing tempo of the game, understanding when it's time to tighten up and when it's time to get out and transition and run. So you got to be pleased if you're Eric Musselman with what he's seen so far. What do you think, Martin, I realize the next opponent is not going to draw the same kind of intensity, the same kind of... uh, uh, I don't know what else you can say besides intensity, but Alcorn State yep. is up yep. next, and it's a it's a dangerous Alcorn State it team is. only because yep. it's a veteran team, and they have been to the NCAA tournament recently. I have been to the NCAA tournament recently, and a lot of the projections are they're going to finish, you know, fourteen and three in the league, and have a potential chance to go to the NCAA tournament again. Certainly, it is a game that you cannot come in and be sleeping and, and, and be over ecstatic because of how well you play Purdue. I think the great thing that Coach Musselman and Razorback fans can rest on, he's going to go with the same rotation and play the, basically the same minutes that they're going to play versus Purdue. He's going to come out. He's not one of those coaches that's going to start a different lineup. He's going to play Trayvon Brazil 15 minutes. He's going to put his, put the pedal down to the max, see what these guys can do back-to-back but certainly it is a game that they Arkansas wants to come out fast. They want to defend and be aggressive on the offensive end, but this is going to be a big game, and he wants to come out and impress early. Speaking of Brazil, did he not exceed at least what we thought was going to be the expectations when yes, sir. Coach Muss said 15 to 25 minutes, and he ends up playing, what, 35 minutes or whatever it was? 30, 35, which, right, it just shows that he – Brazil can handle the, handle the load. He's healthy. Would, would you not assume? There's no way he puts him playing that many minutes if he's not 100% mentally and physically ready mm-hmm. to go, right, mm-hmm. Randy Rick? There's no way. I agree. So, yeah. Great sign. You know, the, the key thing I think you worry about is all the banging that goes on and then probably – Bart, Rick, I will hold my breath every time he goes up for a dunk, at least for a while. Thank you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, surely he's okay. I mean, I wouldn't can... be doing that. Well, I know, but I'm, I'm just a worry. I'm just a worry wart, okay? Yeah. All right. All right, Bart. We're out of time. Thank you, brother. Get well. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics, Buzz Animal Cruelty, Spay and Neuter Your Pet. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. So long, everybody. 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. Powered by you, the fan. Fire it up. I'm listening. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their game.